If you've recently logged in to access the Thrift Savings Plan, you've seen a new look for the TSP My Account website. But the launch of the TSP Board's modernization project so far has been a bumpy road. In an exclusive Federal News Network survey, close to 2,000 respondents shared their experience with the rollout of the system. And here with some of what they had to say is Federal News Network's Drew Friedman. Hi, Drew. Hi, Jared. Um, you've been busy putting together surveys for us lately, and we appreciate it. Tell us um, what stood out most about the, the data that we got back from this particular one. Overall, we received 1,815 responses, so as you said, close to 2,000. And the results account for, for a small portion of TSP participants, so it may not exactly reflect um, the actual breakdown of users' experience overall, but we included a free response section which yielded some pretty consistent results. One notable outcome was that many participants were frustrated with the layout and design of the new website. So the way things look once they were able to log in, the way that the pages were structured was a big pain point for a lot of users. In the survey, we had close to 150 people mention in a free response section. They talked about the website design specifically, and the vast majority of those comments were negative. I spoke with Kim Weaver, who's the Director of External Affairs at the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, and she said the website update was necessary to add more layers of security and anti-fraud anti protocols and better protect participants personal information, but she did acknowledge that this has made it challenging for some participants to set up their accounts and get accustomed to the new website. So for example, one pain point that a lot of survey respondents pointed to was they find they found it difficult to find the annuity calculator in the My Account website. Um, but when I spoke with Weaver, she did reference a user research study that they looked at to test the rollout of the new website and Oh, the that test group believed that the interface was less cluttered and easier to access the things they needed. So was, there's a little bit of back and forth there about, you know, is this something that's easier to use or is it, you know, is it maybe something that people just have to get used to or is it really more a complicated system? It's hard to tell exactly, but a lot of the respondents did express frustrations about that point. Yeah, and before we talk too much more about the how folks feel about the new design, we should um, bring people up to date about how the, the operation of the website is actually going so far. Have, have the initial issues that the board had with people just straight up not being able to log in, have those been mitigated at this point? Has that problem been solved? When I spoke to Weaver most recently, she said that 90% of people who have tried to log in have been successful. So it seems like now the main problems... It seems like now the main problems are within the My Account interface beyond just logging in. That's not to say that everyone has been able to log in without issues. We did see a lot of survey respondents who said that they had problems setting up an account. Although a lot of them were able to get in eventually, that still was causing a lot of frustration and also leading to a lot of um, issues with the TSP's customer service line as well. And I think one common complaint was uh, the, the the ability to access financial history on the new website. What what seemed to be some of the common themes there? That's right. So when the when the update first launched on June first, a lot of people wrote in to Federal News Network and posted on Twitter, Reddit, and just were generally sharing that they couldn't access anything prior to May thirty first of this year. So a lot of that historical data was missing. Since then. The fall, about a week after that, people were able to see 
year-to-date contributions for 2022. And just yesterday, I heard from a few respondents that now they're able to see 10 years of financial history. That's something that Weaver said is going to roll out slowly. So we're seeing more account, more account information, more financial history being available as the weeks go on. And for historical data going back further than 10 years, participants would have to currently contact customer service. The TSP's customer service is called Thriftline to get those documents before it's fully rolled out on the new website. Weaver assured me that all of that information and all of that data is in the board's systems and on file. It's just not quite accessible to participants yet because the rollout is taking a bit of time. And that thrift line you mentioned has been understandably swamped with all these changes and, and all of the issues the website has had. Has the TSP gotten over that hump? And, and what have, uh, what have people's experiences been with customer service? On the survey that we conducted, we saw that about 30% of respondents who did experience difficulties logging in or within the website, reaching out to customer service, and more than 88% of those participants who did reach out to customer service rated the quality very low. On a scale of one to five, like I said, 88% of those people gave it a one, so the worst rating that was available. Some were saying that their calls were dropped or that when they were able to talk to representatives, they weren't able to get to solutions to some of their problems. In response, we've seen the board try to ameliorate some of those issues. They added 185 new customer service representatives last week to try to help with the high call volumes, and they plan to add more staff as needed. But additionally, they recommend, you know, to help resolve some of those long hold times for customer service. Users can go to a new known issues landing page on TSP's website, which offers some basic information on the most common issues that participants are citing and how they can try to resolve some of those problems within the new system. And Weaver also recommended that participants ask a new virtual assistant for answers to some of the most common questions, get account information, and request certain types of transactions. Andrew, just to wrap up on our survey results, what were some of the common issues that people have seen with the new website that we maybe haven't talked about yet? I will say that overall we saw about 55% of our survey respondents saying they had issues once they were in the system. So as I mentioned, financial history and lack of access to that was a huge problem and a huge pain point for people. But other common issues were missing loan and beneficiary information. Those were very common concerns from our survey respondents. Those trying to take out loans say that they can't get loans in the amount that they should be able to. But when I spoke with Weaver, she said that the missing data is a perception on the user end. And again, the board has all of that correct information in store. When it's asked about the beneficiary information and not being able to transfer that over, Weaver said that for a small number of participants, the board didn't transfer beneficiary information to the new system because it didn't meet the data quality standards. To fix that, the board encourages all participants to review and confirm their beneficiary information. And again, it's all on file should that information be needed later on. All right. Big shout out to all of our readers and listeners for taking the time to participate in this survey. And thanks to Drew Friedman for putting it all together. Drew, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jared. And you can find all of our survey results at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. 
Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.